everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I'd just like you to know that these podcasts are pre-recorded. So uh, on the day that you are actually listening to this, it's November 21st, 2018. How is everyone doing today? I'm good. I'm just trying to relax this evening. It is actually a Wednesday and I'm just trying to get these podcasts out. I feel like it's more efficient if I pre-record them than trying to do them the same day because I end up rushing and then I end up not having the podcast out exactly at 7. So if I have these pre-planned, I can get them out exactly at 7 o'clock without any technical difficulties. Um, so if this is your first time listening, welcome to the Generation Wellness Health and Wellness Coaching Podcast, and I will be discussing holistic health-related topics. If you're looking for me on the web, I can be found at YouTube at Generation Wellness, and I'm also on Instagram at Generation Wellness I'm sorry, excuse me. I can be found on Instagram at generation.wellness. Who am I? I am your host, Shakita. Stay tuned for the topic segment while we'll be talking about uh, what we'll be talking about. (laughs) And thank you. And I'll see you in the next segment. Hey, everybody. This is the topic segment. Uh, Today, I will be discussing my no refined sugar journey, but before I start discussing that, I would like to make a few announcements about my website and also about my podcast. So if you tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on Anchor.fm and other major podcast platforms, you'll be able to hear a podcast from me about health and wellness. Also, I have a new website. You can check it out at generationwellness.liveeditaurora.com. You can check out the events page on that website and there you can find out how to sign up for my quarterly newsletters. You can uh, learn how to sign up for a email reminder podcast link where I'll be sending you a link of your favorite podcast platform uh, reminding you to listen to my podcast and also if you'd like me to answer a question or if you'd like me to speak about something specific you can contact me at generationwellness.weebly.com just go to the appointments page and fill out the contact form with a valid email address And I will be happy to address any of your concerns and answer uh, any of your topics. I mean, answer any of your questions and discuss any of any topics that you would like me to discuss. My second website, which again is generationwellness.liveeditaurora.com, has resources like uh, blogs and recipes, recipes there. Um, I might add in uh, modified recipes or recipes of my own in the future, so always check back. The blogs are updated. I'm not really sure how often, but they're updated very frequently, and you can always check and read uh, the blogs there uh, to learn more about health and wellness and nutrition. 
So let's get started with uh, today's topic again, which is my no refined sugar journey. See you in the next segment. Hey everybody, thank you for staying tuned. And um, in this segment, I guess I, I will just freely discuss um, what it's been like being off um, cane sugar and all types of sugar. Did you know there's 61 names for sugar? There's just so many names. Um, there's an actual article on it. If you Google 61 names for sugar, you can find the list of all different types of sugar. Um, so I stopped eating refined sugar, but the, did you know the body needs actual sugar to survive? Yes, that's very true. It all depends on what type of sugar it is. So you don't really need cane sugar to survive, but you need some sugar like from fruit and from vegetables. Did you know that an avocado is actually a, a fruit and not a vegetable? Did you know that cucumbers are actually fruit? They're not vegetables. So I, that was something that I learned in college. That's just basic knowledge that you learn in science class and people usually take these things as vegetables and they eat them with salads but they're really fruits tomato is another fruit so there's yeah it, it can be really confusing but um, your body does need some sort of like natural sugar in order to survive or else your brain just won't be able to function um, Sugar like cane sugar is not really necessary. Um, all of the the different types of man-made sugars that they put like in diet soda, uh, you don't need that. Um, it's not something that's going to, that's actually gonna harm you more than help you. Um, any of the man-made sugars, I forget all the different kinds. There's all, there's different names for them. But you can actually look up man-made sugar and find the names of it online, um, on Google or whatever search engine that you like using. So white sugar is bad for you. Powdered sugar is not good for you. Um, they have things like agave, which um, people are trying to say are good for you, but it has the same effects on your body it has the same type of harmful effects on your body as like white sugar has on the body as well. So sometimes people try to pass off agave as healthy and it's just about the same as um, white sugar. Then people say, well, um, try organic cane sugar. That's just as probably the same as white sugar, just the same brown sugar is all in the same category. Um, they do not have good effects on your body. Um, I wrote about it in one of the books that I have. I believe it was in the green book that I wrote called Slaves to Food, um, which is on my website, generationwellness.weebly.com. And um, in that book, you will find out, and you can just do a general Google search as well to find this out. But uh, cane sugar is the equivalent 
or it, it's just like a street drug it's like cocaine or like crack basically and it's just not good for you and they put all of this stuff in our food they put it in our bread they put it in our pasta they put it in our meat uh, in the deli meat um, they put it just like in every single thing that you can possibly think of almost they put it in your ketchup to sweeten it up and you would be surprised of the amounts of sugar that they actually put in ketchup if you actually saw a ketchup bottle filled only with the amounts of sugar in that bottle not the actual tomato sauce itself but if you saw the amount of sugar only in that bottle you would make sure that you would leave that bottle of ketchup on the shelf you would not try to give that to your kids you would not try to give it to yourself to anybody in your family you would just leave that in the store because that is actually insane I've actually seen it and if you if you see the amounts of sugar that they put in soda like if if you just filled up a cup of the the amount of sugar they put they, they put in soda you would leave that cup there on the table. You would tell whoever it was that brought it to you to take it back. You wouldn't eat that. You wouldn't go through spoonfuls and spoonfuls and spoonfuls and spoonfuls of sugar over and over and over. So many spoonfuls that you, I, I, I can't really tell you right now, but there's actual, they've done actual studies on this and all of this information you can just Google and search for yourself. But um, no one would just take a spoonful of sugar and just start eating out of the bag. That, and if you would, if you do that, then you just might be addicted to sugar. You might have a, a sugar addiction like many of us do in, in this um, society. It's, it's very bad. So I will see you in the next segment. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed those uh, instrumental beats. Um, thank you for staying tuned. If you'd like to uh, listen to that song in, it, in its entirety, you can go to the anchor.fm app and um, I believe they will redirect you to uh, Spotify so you can listen to the song in, in its entirety. Uh, so anyway, um, I like to backtrack a little bit. I said they put like large amounts of sugar in our food uh, food and most of our food, but um, this applies not only to food and uh, non-alcoholic drinks, but it, it, it applies to alcoholic drinks as well. I know a lot of people will end up with insulin resistance in, and diabetes, and they tend to gain a lot of weight, and um, these people are alcoholic drinkers. And um, a lot of people, especially women, end up um gaining so much fat in their body and they're not sure why they're gaining so much weight when um, they're eating their salads, you know, and they're eating healthy, but they also like to have a glass of wine, you know, a glass of wine or two, you know, a few times a week. And so they accumulate, they're drinking a good amount of sugar and they're, when they're doing that, they're accumulating um, the fat, especially if they don't work out. Everybody's body is different. So um, I'm not saying everybody that drinks alcohol will 
be overweight, but I'm just saying some people uh, have um, an easier time accumulating the fat from the, the large amounts of sugar that's in the alcohol. Easier than other people will accumulate the fat. So um, I googled this and again, um, the web has lots of information and you can, if you need to know anything, you just always Google. Um, so I found out that the daily um, required intake for, um, for refined sugar is, for women, six teaspoons, 25 grams and nine teaspoons for men, that's 38 grams. Can you imagine eating six teaspoons of sugar every day without putting it in on your food, without putting it um, in your drinks? Just imagine going to a bag of sugar or to a box of sugar and eating six teaspoons full of sugar throughout the day just because you need it for energy. Can you imagine that? Oh, just and and you're eating it with no no water, nothing. You're just putting it in your mouth and letting it dissolve on your tongue or whatever, and you're, or you're just trying to swallow it all down or whatever. That actually sounds disgusting. Now I can see if you would like to want to mix it with some milk or mix it in a drink. That might be a little bit better, but can you just imagine? eating these spoonfuls of sugar like it's yogurt, that would actually be really unpleasant, I think. And I'd also like to backtrack and say, um, I said nobody would actually eat that much sugar um, by the spoonful. Well, I have a little story for you. Um, when kids are not supervised, they do some really funny things. So when I was a kid, um, I remember my mom would, you know, sit me down for breakfast at the table and um, I usually have something like cereal and milk um, and I really loved when I was a kid eating those box cereals um, like, um, I don't know, not Lucky Charms because I hated those, like Captain Crunch or um, Cheerios. Cheerios I think was one of my favorites, the Honey Nut Cheerios. Anyway, so she would sit me down and she would have the bag of sugar on the table. And, you know, I wasn't really monitored, but, and I, re I regret doing this. Had I would have known as a child that sugar was bad for me, I don't think I would have put that amount of sugar in my cereal. But I used to pour sugar upon sugar upon sugar into my bowl in the milk and I used to like to drink it all down. And that's pretty hazardous. That's for a kid, that's that's hazardous. That's very dangerous. And no child should have that much sugar in their diet because it causes um, problems with learning and development. And um, kids that eat a lot of sugar, they have like a hard time concentrating. And so it makes it harder for them to learn in school. And I had a lot of um, trouble with learning. All throughout school and um, it didn't help that the school food that they served us had probably lots of a lot more grams of sugar in it than what I was eating at home so with the cereal with the added sugar in my cereal at home and the school food 
um, I was just, I was just like, oh my gosh, can you imagine how much sugar was in my body? I can't even imagine or even measure like how much, but it was at dangerous levels because again, I had trouble learning in school and I didn't do that well uh, with my grades. Amounts of sugar can affect you in so many ways, physically and mentally, definitely. It can affect, have really bad effects. So I think uh, especially parents need to be more aware of, of um, looking at labels and looking at added sugar and um, how many grams of sugar is in one serving of whatever it is that they're giving their child. Um, how many grams of sugar is in one cookie? How many grams is of sugar is in, say the serving size is four cookies? How many grams of sugar is that in every single cookie that you're, you're giving your child? That's something that you want to, to know. Um, because if women are only supposed to have 20, well, what did I say? Was it 25 grams of sugar or six teaspoonfuls? How much are kids allowed to have? Probably lower than that. So be very mindful because sugar is definitely not a food. It's a drug. Hey, so I'm back and um, I have about two minutes to, to go into my no sugar journey. So let's try to explain this. Um, so about three months ago in July, I decided that I was not going to have any refined white sugar and other types of uh, sugars except for fruit and vegetable sugars. And uh, within those three months, I made two mistakes. I had some a little bit of cane sugar by accident and um, something that had high fructose corn syrup in it and I ate that by accident. I have been off sh white refined sugar and other types of um, unnecessary sugars that you don't need for at least two months. And I remember the first time I detoxed off of these sugars, I the first week was great. I was really happy because I knew that I was doing a good thing for my body. The second week, maybe I think headaches started to come in. The third week I started feeling nauseous, sick to my stomach, and I think I even threw up. Um, by the fourth week, I felt so much better and I was, I was doing really good. So then in September, sometime about a month ago, September 10th, somewhere around there, I messed up again and I had high fructose corn syrup. This was my second mistake. Um, since then, I had to detox again off sugar because of that mistake that I made and I had the same types of reactions, um, the same feeling sick and wanting to vomit. Um, I believe the first time I was shaky, I just felt awful. I just felt the worst. This time around, the second time around, the detox was just like, I felt really sick to my stomach for about a whole week. Um, by the fourth week, again, I felt better. And um, yeah, um, this makes me, this is my concern. Like getting off sugar is like getting off hard drugs because um, a drug addict just doesn't go through recovery and then 
then think, oh, well, once I'm finished with recovery, you know, I can go back out and start using again. They don't think that. So this is the same thing. Uh, sugar is like the same thing. You, you don't get off uh, white refined sugar and other types of unnecessary sugars and then say, well, I think I'm going to have um, a piece of cake with over 26 grams of sugar in it, you know, or, you know, I'm, or I'm going to have this cookie or I'm going to have a, this whole sleeve of, of chips ahoys. Um, you, you just don't do that. Like once you detox off sugar, it's like, I think that's it. You have to find some other healthy alternative type of sugar that's non-addictive in order for you to enjoy enjoy you know your desserts and sweets that you like and um because this is why because of the first two time the, the first time and the second time that i detoxed from sugar i felt the wrath i felt so sick it was like physical torment who wants to keep going through that i figure every time that i eat something like a candy bar and then i go four to six weeks without any unnatural sugars and then I'm going to feel sick right after once I start detoxing again and that is really unproductive because you're you're putting yourself through a lot of stress during that detox so it's like going off sugar is like a drug addict who's going off drugs you once you go off drugs you don't your whole goal is to never touch drugs again and the same goes for unnatural white refined sugar and other types of unnatural sugars like man-made sugars and things like that because they're highly addictive. You know, things that are highly addictive are not good for anyone, no matter what it is, whether it's sugar or it's some other type of activity that doesn't involve food, but you know, involves something else. If you find yourself going back to it and you know you can't stop, that that's an addiction. Um, so anyways, that's all I just wanted to say. And uh, I'm going to go into uh, this signing out. And so I'll see you in the next segment. This is Generation Wellness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you really enjoyed listening to my no refined sugar journey experience. And uh, again, I am your host Shakita and I am located on YouTube at Generation Wellness. I am on Instagram at generation.wellness and um, I hope to see you at the next podcast. Please uh, leave an, an applause or leave a message, uh, you can leave one on anchor.fm or feel free to message me on Instagram uh, if you have anything that you'd like to share with me about this podcast. So thank you and have a great day. Bye!